Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. We're back with some more bear news in the off season. Uh, first thing, first things first. Q, what's going on, my boy? How's it going? Feeling beautiful day in Chicago. It's almost sixty in February. I heard the sun. I heard the sun made an appearance. It made an appearance. The gods are ascending into weeks. the Hall of Fame. I was in Chicago for two weeks, and I ain't see the sun once. The, the first day I'm gone, the motherfuckers want to pop out. And you know what? You know, and that's one of the reasons why I left. The sun be on dirt with me during the winter. I needed more sun in my life, man. And the sun just be like, all right, he mad because I left. But it's good. It's, it's all cool. The, the sun gods want to keep you light-skinned. Can you be mad at them? They want to bless you. Hey. Okay. Light-skinned light skin boys are having a week this week, so Having a week. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't mad at it. Um, but Life other than up a thousand points. One thousand. One of the light skins that are one of the light skin guys that are up one up a thousand this week. You mentioned it. There's a report coming from the Sun Times and some other sources. Uh, an article released yesterday, February 7th, from Jason Leisner. He has sources saying that the Bears will have three new inductees coming today, February 8th, during the NFL Honors. One of those guys, Julius Peppers. Now, Peppers might might be. Yeah, we claiming him. We claiming him. I'm claiming Paul. But he, yeah, but more more people might say he's a Carolina Panther because that's where he played majority of his uh, his prime, but. He did some good work for the Bears. Yeah, I mean, I think years. he he revived his career as a Bear because his his career yeah. hit a little low. He went back to being an elite player with the Bears, not just a good player, but elite. You're right. You're right. In fact, I think uh, he might have played. He played for sixteen years, and let me see. He had ten years in Carolina, four years in Chicago. So I, I guess you can't really make that argument, but. No, in but Chicago, he didn't revive, Chicago, he revived he, his career. He revived his career in yeah. Chicago, though. He hit a little low. And when we say low, it had been it had been about four years since he had an All Pro. He Double had DJ, his yeah. third and last All Pro season with the Bears in twenty ten, and that was followed up by two more Pro Bowl years. Um, while while with Carolina, he had 
five Pro Bowl years and two All Pro seasons. So, and then he, you know, everything he did after he after left the Bears. Let's not talk about it. But yeah, no one of the guys to. that's yeah, no reason to talk about that. One of the guys they're saying that is likely to make the Hall this week. Get that announcement. Get that. Get that call from uh, I forget his name. Would be Julius Peppers, another guy, another eighty-fiver, Mongo, your boy, McMichael. Now, we both know Julius Peppers is a surefire Hall of Famer, like no doubt about it. I know, yeah, we what? know that. And shout out UNC. Mongo? He hooped at UNC. That that's 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 something legendary, though. That's something else legendary. Julius Peppers did. I'll let you all behind the curtain a little bit. I'm a I'm a big Carolina basketball fan. Julius and, and Carolina basketball has blessed Chicago with Kobe White and Michael Jordan and Julius Peppers. So I have, I have nothing but love for UNC basketball. Don't don't forget one of the goats, Scott Williams. Yeah. Now, the reason I bring that up is Julius Peppers. This is what type of crazy athlete he was. Julius Peppers was the best football player, possibly in the nation, while he was at Carolina. And he was the best player on that basketball team. That's the type that's of that's, that's how Kyle, that's how cold he was. <laughs> the, the the team had had a great season when when he hooped, and then he said, "You know, I'm set out and just focus on football." The team went the team went straight to the toilet as soon as he took a step stepped away, straight into the toilet. That's how good Julius Peppers is as an athlete. But moving past him, Mongo, CB Michael played for the '85 Bears. He's finally getting into the hall. Um, how do you feel about this, Q? Because it, it might be a little bit of a uh, – Makes emotions. When I, when I look at his – at the totality of his stats, uh, when I started watching football, I mean, Michael was in his last few years as a Bear, you know, early 90s. But I got to see him. He was, a, he was still a very good player. Um, he was probably the third best player on that defensive line behind Richard Dent and, and Dan Hampton. Uh, the majority of his career. I think he benefited from seeing some uh, not seeing double teams that were, you know, given to Dan Hampton and, and Richard Dent, of course. He did finish with nearly 100 career sacks, but as a guy who was only able to make the Pro Bowl twice, and I think he had two All-Pros, it's kind of a stretch to put a guy like that in the Hall of Fame. Now, I understand, you know, sometimes guys don't get the accolades due to the fact they're just an influx of dominant players at his position. And I do know John Randall was overlapped uh, with him. But John Randall, I don't believe, was, I don't know when John Randall came to NFL, probably late 80s, early 90s. Um, but I know there were some good guys. Uh, the Lions had a guy, I think Henry Thomas in the 90s, I'm trying to recall. Keith Millard was for the Vikings. There were some good defensive tackles. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know if Mongo was uh, a guy they put in because of his condition. You know, I'm just being honest. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of mixed feelings on Mongo getting in, but he's a bear, so I I support it to the fullest. Put them all in. Yeah, yeah, that's how that's where I'm at with it. You know what? If I have a difference of opinion of about it, it is just you know it's just my honest opinion. I don't want to just lie just for the case of it. I'm not a uh, I'm not a super fan in that way. I'm not one of those guys from Saturday Night Live back in the '80s. I'm not one of them dudes. I'm not a stand. But him going, if he gets in, he does get, if the sources do uh, check out and he gets in, all power to him. You know, he is doing, he is dealing with, you know, some stuff. I, I think it was, was it ALS? Um, ALS, that's a brutal, that is a brutal yeah. condition to have. Uh, my heart goes out to Steve McMichael because, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the worst conditions. I mean, he's, he's trapped in his own body. I mean, his mind is active and fully aware and, the last I've seen his condition, now he's not making public appearances anymore, but he, his family did allow them to film Singletary and a couple of the other uh, 80s bears. From what I, what I, he can't move anything below his neck. Uh, I think he needs trouble breathing, uh, trouble swallowing, pause. It's, it's just, it's just all bad. I, you wouldn't wish that on anybody. ALS is a monster. I'm happy for him. Like you said, it's not, it's, it's a terrible. Terrible condition, and why not? Why not? You know, they've got they've got they've got murderers in the hall. 
<laughs> why not? Why not put Mike Mongo in there, right? Yeah. The third, third Bears, the third Chicago Bear. Now this, this one is a surefire without a without a shadow of doubt. Bear. The third Bear that's rumored to get in to the Hall announcement coming today is Devin Hester. The Windy City Flyer. <laughs> the Windy City Flyer, you most also known as the greatest return man in NFL history. Now, before I give you my opinion on this, I'm going to let you set the stage, Q. How I you feel about that? I feel good about it, and I'm not going to lie. A lot of my good feelings is, yes, it, it is fandom. Uh, Devin Hester is one of my favorite players, and he evokes some of my favorite memories as a bear. Um, the argument for him getting in, uh, he dominated that kick return, that returner position, like nobody before him, like nobody since. Um, his highlight reels are going to live on for the next generation, you know, just like when we were introduced in the football. People told us about Gail Sayers. We weren't around to witness him. People are going to talk about Devin Hester. Uh, he's a standard of kick returning now. I mean, there's there's nobody on his on his level as a kick returner. Uh, he did play a little receiver. He had mixed results as that as the wide receiver one for the Bears, as we know. Um, he also played corner. There was no mixed results. That was all bad. I do remember him out there as a defensive back for the Bears. Uh, fan side of me is happy. I don't want to talk logic with you right now. I don't. I'm just happy for Devin Hester. You can have the logics. I'm just going to go with the emotions. I'm happy for Devin Hester, and I fully support him getting in. That's my dog. Now, yes, fandom, fandom, all considered. We are happy for the Bears. If, if all these things check out. This is a great start for the Bears offseason. I am I am three bears in the hall. Me. None for the Packers. Well, you know, one of them played. We again we, yeah, we not, that, that, that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Actually, two <laughs> of them. To go Actually, technically two of them. Like Michael Michael had the famous line that he gave. Actually, we could talk about this one. McMichael said he gave his best to the Bears and stole money from the Packers. That's what he said. On his last days, he knew he wasn't any good anymore, so he went up north and stole their money. That's a true bear. Yeah, yeah. Unlike McMahon, but again, we ain't gonna talk about it. Um, <laughs> never getting in the hall. Never. Thanks for the Super Bowl, though. And Thanks. they have good looking. So, again, as a fan, this is a great start to the offseason. I love it. The number 23 has a great place in every Chicago sports fan's heart. Devin Hester, just another addition to that. Um, now, you said something about his highlights will live on forever. And you know where they live on forever at? In the Hall of Fame. Here we go. His, Here we go. his highlights, his, what, 19 touchdowns he has for his career? I think he got his, the 20. Was it 20? He might have 20. He might have 20, 20. He's got 36 career touchdowns. Don't cheat him on that. He's got 36 career touchdowns. touchdowns. But only only one of them, two of them maybe, are important. Only two of them are important because they broke records. And he had, again, all of his highlights. He has a whole highlight reel in Canton. If you don't believe me, go. I've been there. I've seen it. His record-breaking cleats, gloves, jersey, all that's already in the hall. That don't mean he, his bus, need to be in a hall. I'm a again, I'm a fan of him. I just don't, I just don't want to set a precedent for special teamers getting into the Hall of Fame. You you do realize you are are, are what's the religious term when uh uh blasphemy? You, uh, you were speaking blasphemy right now. I'm sorry, I haven't been to church in a long time, as you can see. <laughs> You are speaking the blasphemy and treasonry. Treason. Treason is treasonry. talk. <laughs> treasonry. <laughs> you are speaking thottery. You are speaking all the all the trees right now. Talking down on Devin Hester. 
He, you understand that he is a god to Bears fans, especially Bears fans under 40. You do realize that, right? I realize that you that. are going, you know what? that you are making your, see, even if I felt the way you felt, I would not get in front of this camera and talk to <laughs> Bears Nation like that about Devin Hester. He is in lore. The crazy thing is Devin Hester might get that 23 retired. I wouldn't put it past the Bears to retire. Hey, you know what? You make, you making my argument for me. You making my argument for me. We as Bears fans, we 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 have pride in Devin Hester. We have pride in every great thing a Bear player does. But we need to have some standards. We need to have some standards. Oh yes, you I, will. I, I will. He was. I will say this. I will say this. I'm all for Devin Hester going to the Hall of Fame, but the Hall of Fame class is limited to seven or five. I've seen years where it gets seven and maybe, maybe a couple of uh, old, old timers get in. So it might right, get it right. Right. Yeah. But, but there is only a certain amount of finalists that can enter. It's not where everybody who's a finalist can enter if they feel it's good. Right. right. So when a guy like Tory Holt doesn't get in, I do kind of feel my unbiased football fan exactly. says, no, nah, that's not right. And to be fair, exactly. To be fair, I watched all of Tory Holt. I watched a lot of Steve McMichael. I watched all of Devin Hester. Tory Holt's a better football player than either of those guys were. Exactly. He's a more decorated football player than either of those guys were. He's got more Pro Bowls than I think. Yeah, I think he probably has more Pro Bowls than Hester and McMichael combined. He was the best receiver in the league during the uh, greatest show on turf era. Uh, I there was it was no other. It maybe you can make an argument for well, Randy Moss was there, so maybe not say Randy Moss kind of had it. There, there was a year Randy Moss had kind of a down year during the greatest showings because Randy Moss did not have a good year as a Raider. So, so there might have he got to the Raiders in what 05? Okay, maybe you're right. I, I think Tory Tory wasn't in consideration for the best. Yeah, Randy Moss is better than Tory Hall, even. Uh, yeah, every so, year, except for year. So let me let me. I'm a backpedal off the best best wide receiver in the league during that era. So from ninety ninety nine through let's say oh four, Torrey holds a top five wide receiver easily. Moss, yeah. Harrison. I, I can't. I'm blanking on Holt. three other names to put in front of Holt. Andre Johnson had started in 02, but I don't know if he was. I don't know if he no, was that yet. guy yet. And that no. Who else was around that? Jerry Rice is still good, but Jerry Rice was in the. I'm not. He was the on the. No, he he, but he was still a good player then. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got to go back in the early 2000s. Was there a Keenan McCardle, good player? Jimmy no, Smith, not top five, not top. Yeah, five. Um, I'm blanking on the other guys who were. Chris Carter was still pretty good, but I think he was at the tail end. Yeah, Chris Carter was yeah. at the tail end. Uh, By 2001, Chris Carter game. was done. Yeah, Isaac Bruce was still playing good football, but Torrey Hall had usurped him as the number mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I can't think of pushing Torrey Hall out the top five. Yeah, I'm 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 blanking. And uh, Keyshawn Johnson was never a top five receiver. He was the top five talker. Um, yeah, yeah, he's top. Moose Muhammad was pretty good around then, but I don't think I he was ever. No, not at all. Uh, I'm just trying to go with all the early 2000s, late 90s, really good receivers. I'm sure we're I'm sure we're missing somebody. So, the greatest show on turf was the standard for the league for a long time, and I know Kirk Warner. He's got the MVPs. He's he's the poster child. He's got the media career because of the greatest show on turf. But his number one guy, outside of Marshall Falk, was Tory Holt. Tory Holt. That that team. Should they should have the same type of you know respect that the eighty five Bears get? You know they they set they set a standard for an era. Every that two thousand that, that Super Bowl year when they won the Super Bowl, yeah, that was one of the most dominant teams we saw. One of the most, one of the most. It was it, it to and when they and when they ran it back the next year, it was that big of a story how they got upset by the Patriots. Yeah, that's how good they were, and for. You know, I think they've got – I think that team has, off the top of my head, five Hall of Famers right now. Falk, Warner, um, Aeneas, Aeneas. Aeneas Williams, you got him? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, he just got in a few years back. Isaac Bruce is in there, is he? Oh, Orlando Pace. Orlando Pace is in there. That's four. He actually came play. He played with the Bears on his last legs. Um, <laughs> uh, if I know Aeneas Williams has 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 been, he's had Hall of Fame push, but I don't think he's been. I think he. I no, think he, he is another guy. The, he's in the hall. Aeneas Williams is in there. Yeah, I, I I remember oh. him getting in like, like like two three years ago. If not, I couldn't remember. Well, then they then they got five guys in. That's their five. No, that's four. Aeneas, Kirk, Aeneas, Marshall, Orlando, Pace, Orlando Pace. Kirk, Marshall, and Orlando. Okay. Aeneas, Kirk, that's Marshall, Falk, Orlando. Famous. I, I I think Isaac Bruce probably probably eventually gets in. In any case, uh, the point I was making, a larger point. Sure, we're all happy for Devin. I, I would take I would take our wins when we get them, even if they got to come in the offseason. However, you're not you, you have you're wearing bear color goggles. If you if you really well, believe that me. Devin Hester should have been a Hall of Famer, I'm fine with him being there. And I've like I said, I've been to Kenton. I've seen his own personal exhibit of everything that he did on special teams. I felt like that's. That's great. That's great for that's great for what he 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 put in the work he did. Like that's cool. Now when you go in that separate hall, that wing where all the bus are, I didn't feel like that's where his contribution to the game should have led. But you know that's just my opinion. I ain't gonna I ain't mad at it. I ain't gonna. When's the next time you come back to Chicago? <laughs> I'll be there in a couple of months. <laughs> you might need security. <laughs> you you might just need security. You because you gone too far now. And, 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 and I gotta tell it like it is, and I'll give Devin credit because he went on a campaign like none other. Every time you heard a, a mic in front of him, he said, I deserve to be in that hall of fame. He made sure to let y'all know he wanted to be in there. To the fact that he was devastated by not getting in on the first ballot, and he had a lot of player support. Speaking of player support. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, I think that's where that's where it goes with this uh, player support in this day and in this day and age. It, it's it's more so of your campaign push. If you can campaign, yeah. you can you're really pressuring people um, to really vote for you, and that's and that's really how this goes. And you got all these ex athletes doing podcasts now, and they're really just like, I should be, I should be thought of in this space. I, I, I should be thought of as this type of player and we all watched you bro so i i, I take it with a i take it with a grain of salt like yeah okay i should be a hall of famer jamal crawford is out here on podcast saying i can still get a, i can still give give you 10 or 15 a night like bro you and, haven't scored and, and and you know what i've seen push for uh speaking of him i was online in a group and i've heard the push for jamal crawford getting to hall of fame see <laughs> see, see, it's a slippery slope. That, then I heard somebody talking about how great Jamal Crawford was and how big a mistake it was for the Bulls to let him go. Now the Bulls just make a whole bunch of mistakes. We'll get to that on the and the C red and the bulletin board. But I, I, Jam- I agree, the Bulls letting Jamal Crawford. No, no, no. Yeah, they probably should have kept him. But letting Jamal Crawford lead did not change the trajectory of this franchise. Jamal Crawford is not leading True. or the missing piece to anybody's title. Or playoff run. He, he's a volume scorer. I don't know what a volume scorer could have did for them terrible Bulls teams. Probably nothing but land them in the lottery. When you need a star, a volume scorer who really doesn't have a position and can't really play a lot of defense isn't exactly what you need. They if they if they moved on from what they should have did was they should have got more assets for him. That's what they should have did. I agree, man. I t- like I'm saying, it's a slippery slope. You start letting. The Hester's in the world, in you know, you start getting all, all now. Peanut is knocking at the door. Of, uh, fringe, yes, Peanut will be there too. And I, de- and you know, again, great player, great player for my team, not a Hall of Famer. What's next, Neil Anderson? Neil Anderson, get him in there. That's one of my favorite. In, in all seriousness, though, if McMichael and Hester got in, Briggs and Crutes got to be right now. I mean, these guys were. Uh, I don't want to be a guy that rains on parades, but Crutes and Briggs got seven 
Pro Bowls and multiple second team All Pros. I think Cruz got the first team All Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Cruz was he on the two thousands All Decade team or was he the runner up? I believe but the he thing was is, okay, listen. If you're gonna tell me Hester and McMichael are, are 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 Hall of Famers, I don't see how you can not say Briggs and 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 uh, Cruz are Hall of Famers. Their resumes are longer than, than Steve McMichael and Gavin Hester. Olin Cruz, one time All Pro, six time Pro Bowler, Hall of Fame, All 2000s team. I don't know too many. Yeah, if if you're an All 2000s team, All Decade team. That guy probably has to be, and you played center, and you played a key position for a Super Bowl team, and a team that won, did they won three divisions in his time as a Bear? Was he on that twenty ten team? I, he I think he he might have been gone. Okay, well they have yeah, he, he, a lot of starts. Sixteen sixteen starts. Okay, that's a guy that's, that's got to be in there. Based on this standard. I'll put it to you like this. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> if Olin Kruth got six Pro Bowls and everybody, everybody's all fawning over Jason Kelsey, he's got seven Pro Bowls. I mean, just who for thought? You're not wrong. Lance Briggs got seven. Go ahead and take a break real fast. Everyone listen to the podcast. Shout out to our advertisers. Show them some love. We'll be right. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I had I had to back this up because I, I I couldn't let this go. You asked about two thousands receivers who will be top five. Terrell Owens just looked it up. That's got to be a top five guy. Oh yeah. But other than that, I, I I think you're I think you're right. Uh, because I'm looking at guys like uh Ed McCaffrey, Rod Smith, Joe Horn. Uh, these are the leaders around that time. Uh. Keenan McCardle, Eric Moles. You remember Eric Moles? Buffalo. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Derek Alexander, Kansas City, Amani Toomer, Tim Brown, agent, but still up there. Yeah. I would say Tory Hart was top five for that, that, that 2000s era. Um, Joe Horn had, had a top five touchdown celebration. That's about it. He definitely uh, did. Yeah, one good season. One good season in his career. Then he, I think he got suspended and he was done. Um, so let's uh let's pivot. Let's pivot towards our favorite conversation piece, Justin Fields. D 
the most I don't want to say popular, polarized. but most uh, polarized. Yeah, polarized. He's very popular among other NFL players. He's been ever since he got drafted. He got this week George Kittle. He's on Radio Row talking about uh, how the Bear, what the Bears should do. Trade, trade the number one pick and build around Justin. Is what he's talking about. Listen. Ryan Poles need not be, you know, I'm glad, I'm hopefully Ryan Poles isn't listening to nothing nobody says. You know, popularity don't mean jack. Your boy, your uh, boy Tory Holtz just went out and said the Bears should keep Justin Fields too. Your boy Tory Holtz. No, just happened. No way. No way. I swear to God, look him, Google it. He just said it too. Google it. <laughs> and he was on NBC Sports Chicago via Yahoo. And he said, the Bears should keep Justin Fields and pass on Caleb Williams. This is this is this is bigger than Trump Biden. That's wild. The Bears quarterback decision. Uh, I'm sorry, Americans. This is more important than your Biden Trump. This is the number one question for the entire league. What the Bears do at the top of this draft? Are they trading back or are they keeping Justin? Again, Justin Fields is a very popular player, man. Very popular. Players love them. Something about, I don't know what it is, but Justin get a lot of love from other NFL players. Um, Kittle believes that they should go ahead and do the same thing Tory Holt's saying. He ain't the first person to say it either. He's, you've been hearing. Oh, James Jones, ex-Packer. Yeah. A lot of ex-players. A lot of current players. I think Chris Olavi chimed in. That they should, that they, that I think he even said the Bears would be stupid to get rid of Justin Fields. Yep. I know it was one of the one of his ex Ohio State running mates. And Justin Justin is a he's a kid that's easy to cheer for though. He's humble. He Michael Parsons. Doesn't bring you excuses. Yeah, Michael Parsons too. Yeah, he's he's a humble kid and, and he's full of highlights. I mean, you could go on YouTube and the Justin Fields highlight package. <laughs> it, it might be a better watch than than, than Tom Brady or Drew B Drew Brees. I mean, you're gonna see him breaking tackles. Those bears highlight packages got, got a hold to you, man. You got Listen, I, I, I'm yeah. Saying, I know. I know what I'm you're saying. saying. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying his highlight package. No, I know. I, you know, you're gonna see Tom Brady you can't, fitting the ball in the tight spaces, but you're gonna see Justin Fields scrambling and running seventy yards and spinning out of Garrett Miles' arms and throwing a touchdown. I'm not saying he's anywhere near those highlight package. Your highlight package from three years cannot be better than a highlight package for 22. Well, if you just give your top 10 highlights, if, if you give three Tom okay. Brady, right. 10, top 10, top 10 Tom Brady highlights versus 10 Justin Fields highlights, you might enjoy the Justin Fields highlight package better. I'm not saying you would okay. think he's a I, I can go player. with that. That's can, all I'm saying. I can go with that. And, and, and in this day and age, as you see, as you alluded to with the Hall of Fame talk, it seems like highlights are bigger than substance, which is why there's people telling me how good uh, – and I think this guy was a good ball player, but the guy for the Nuggets in the mid-'90s, uh, Muhammad abdul Rauf, you know. I mean, people – I saw somebody comparing him to Steph Curry the other day, and I'm like, no, you just can't – I mean, play, plain style, but he would have been – Steph Curry today, or if he would have been Steph Curry if the NBA didn't. No, he wasn't Steph Curry. He wasn't. He was a very good player. He wasn't Steph Curry. He wasn't. He he wouldn't be Steph Curry today. No, he couldn't have been Steph Curry in the nineties either. But yeah, the, the we're in an era where people can click on YouTube and see your highlights, and they don't see the rest of what you did during the game. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, what. None of all the popularity in the world, no minute, no minute thing. If the if Caleb goes out there and impresses Poles and them, or if the trade package does isn't isn't as isn't isn't given what the what the polls need to have and and to trade down and keep Justin. I you know what, you know, we'll see though. We'll see. We've got Plenty. We got at least two and a half months left to talk about this because the draft is at the end of April. So we got all the time in the world. In fact, do you think it's? 
Do you think Poles could – when did he pull the trigger on the Panthers trade? Was that March? It was – hold on one second. So the Bears – I don't. I think the, the trade was set off in uh, late March, maybe early April, somewhere, somewhere around that time. I know they he didn't make it public that he was open to trading the pick until February 1st. That was that was a drop dead date. We are a week into February. We have not heard that this year. So, that oh yeah, you're not know. gonna hear anything until at least the combine. I mean, this you, we, we gotta let the combine play out. I, I'm I'm pretty sure we gotta let free agency play out a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't think this is gonna be a quick decision, but I think it could come out of nowhere. I don't think it'll go all the way to draft day. I don't think Poe's gonna carry this down to draft day. If he's gonna uh, trade Fields or trade Caleb Williams. I think we'll know a couple weeks before draft. Okay. I, I think you should take it all the way down to like that week of, to be honest. Like, you know, just let, pe- let a couple of people sweat. I, Listen, whatever you do, I need to make a big splash. Yeah, exactly. If the commanders want to make a big splash, that's fine. They, they better be prepared to pony up a lot of assets to move one spot. I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking. I want to set their franchise back for a quarterback. That's how. But the same thing we did to Carolina. You got to do it to them, and you got to do it worse than what you did to Carolina. A lot yeah, worse. Caleb Williams is a higher prospect than Bryce Young. I'm not even talking about just trading Caleb Williams either, or Justin too. Justin or Caleb are better than Bryce Young. Bryce Young. You yeah, gotta, I agree. You got to get better. You got to get more. I, I, I saw reports from a. I think Schefter, don't quote me. It was it was one inside that said the Bears should be able to get a first round pick or a second and third for Justin Fields. Would, would that would that satisfy you? Pause. Uh, <laughs> a first Good round pick is where it begins for me for Justin Fields. You there? We can't sit up. You can't sit up here and say the quarterback is the most important player on the team. This is my this is my point with trading Justin. You cannot sit up here and say that capital. and then not accept the first round pick back for him. You Agreed. can't tell Especially me that. If he's gonna walk, and he's going to walk into Pittsburgh and be the starter if they acquire him. Right. He's going to walk into – there's only 12 teams in the league off the top of my head where he wouldn't be – we wouldn't be day one walking to camp as a, as a QB1. Maybe 12 teams. That's about it. And, and uh, Yeah, I would give it 12 teams. So – that's that right there tells you he's got it's number is it's a first round pick or bust. Or you have to give me at least damn near a handful of second a seconds for Justin. And also, that's I like that's to say he's, he's 24. He's 24. He's mm-hmm. the same age as Jaden Daniels and Michael Penix, but he comes with NFL experience. Agreed. Agreed. I don't want to hear none of this cheap talk I'm hearing. Another podcast, and I'm, I'm talking about all over FFSN's network, larger network, the Steel Curtain Network, the the Atlanta Falcons, coming uh, from the Saints, the Washington team. None of that cheap stuff. Talking about a second and a third, or you know, none of no, that stuff. No, 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 no. We'll keep them for that. We'll do it, Drew Brees. We'll do Drew, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, thing. Aaron Rodgers, sure. Jordan Love. Yeah. And then I pick up a fifth year option. Yeah. And then I I, I, I before, do the same thing. Before we next take pennies season. on a dollar, before we take pennies on a dollar, he can walk. <laughs> that that won't happen. I mean, we still we still franchise him twice and then make you have to give us two, two of them. That can happen. Listen, I'm agreeing. And if I'm a Saints fan after watching with Derek Carr did to your team, and the reason you didn't go to the playoffs was solely your quarterback, you really going to run it back with Derek Carr and Jameis Winston? Or do you think that you can pick Bo Nix and J.J. McCarthy and they're going to take you to the playoffs next year? Justin Fields is the best option for the Saints and probably the Falcons. I don't think the Falcons are going to be in position to get Drake May or Jaden Daniels. And I think it's a drop-off when you go from those three. I don't. I, I I know Penix had a fantastic year, but guy in his sixth year, Penix has had two or three ACLs. I mean, so 
Yeah, I, I think teams like the Saints, Steelers, if you know the reason why you didn't make the playoffs was was strictly on QB, I think the Bears got excellent leverage for this. They got excellent leverage on everybody, from the Patriots to the Commanders. These are two teams with new coaching staffs. I, I know everybody wants to talk of Drake May right now, and I think you got to be mindful that the Drake May buildup and the Jaden Daniels buildup are because teams don't want to lose leverage to the Bears with Caleb Williams. Let's not mistake this. Caleb Williams is head and shoulders the best quarterback in this draft class. Justin Fields is a huge upgrade for Falcons, Saints, Steelers. So the Bears got to be mindful not to lose leverage and allow this talking up of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and, and resurrecting Russell Williams, Russell Wilson, sorry, for these teams, quarterback needing teams. They got to be mindful of, like you said, not allowing these teams to get leverage. Don't let them pull one on you. Play hardball with them. Take this down to the last to the last week. That's all you got to do, man. Yeah. That's all you do. It's like playing poker. <laughs> you got uh, no one to hold them, no one to fold them, man. You, you do not, do not get played for a chump. You got, you already got one of them. You're getting some of the stink off of you, but don't, don't go back. Balls. Yeah. So it is Super Bowl week. So we had we'll be remiss to talk about it a little bit. Um, we talked about it backstage about who we who we putting our money with. You know, I I I, I ain't learned my lesson yet. Fat meat, fat meat may not be greasy with me. Um, but besides, stop playing with Mahomes. Win the game. Stop betting against Mahomes, people. <laughs> Either don't bet or bet on Mahomes. If I lose with Mahomes, I'm okay. But I'm not betting against that man. Brock Purdy is. I I can't look in good faith and and and, and take Purdy over Mahomes. I ain't that bold. I ain't taking Purdy over Mahomes, man. I don't, I don't, you know. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. It's time. I'm just gonna say it's time. It's time. At some point, the clock strikes midnight. The the uh, the, uh, the uh, carriage turns back to a pumpkin. The horses turn back into rats, and all that stuff is over. Kansas City has not been a good team this season. San Francisco they 49ers. San Francisco 49ers but they've been are, a good defense. They've been a, they got a terrific defense. And they got a, a, a very underrated defense. I don't think it's underrated. I think it, I think they showed their – I think they – if you didn't know, you know now after you watch what they did to Baltimore. Um, and, and Miami. Well, some of the element Miami don't don't like the cold. They're a bit they're they're a finesse team. They're, they're a little soft. Good point. Um, it's just you know I, I say it. The world ain't been the same since 2020. And what started it all off? Mahomes beating the beating the Niners. Now you can blame Garbagelo, Jimmy Garoppolo, whatever. You can blame and him. Shanahan. Shanahan had again. He blew a Super Bowl lead. It's time. That was a ten point lead, right? Yeah, <clears throat> it's time that he figures it out and resurrects those demons. What did we say about Andy Reid for the longest? For the longest, can't win the big one, right? Pause. Yeah. Um, and now he's a well, now he's, he's Nagy, what, the best. Yeah, he's got Nagy what, is, what is he the best coach now? Yeah, uh, I mean Andy Reid is moving into people's all time list right now. Yes, yes, he's the, yes. He's, if he gets a third Super Bowl in six years, he's definitely going to be in a lot of people's all-time list. I don't know if he can catch Belichick yet. Probably not enough time left. But he he, he he's, he's somewhere in that top ten now. And I and, and either way, we're going to see some ex-Bears get a Super Bowl ring. Shout-out to Tayshawn Gibson. Shout-out Deion Bush. Shout-out Matt Nagy. And that's the biggest reason I need San Francisco to win this game. There's no way you cannot you cannot tell me he can just he can just you know spit all up on himself in Chicago and then go right back to his old job. Yeah, get a no ring out of you. Matt Nagy's gonna be this is gonna this is gonna irritate you. Matt Nagy's gonna be a head coach again. I'm telling you now. Today is is it February eighth, uh, 2024. 4.22 p.m. Matt Nagy's going to be a head coach again somewhere. Oh, God. 
Oh man, man. Eric Bieniemy, Byron Leftwich will probably never get a head coaching job. Matt Nagy's gonna get a second one. You watch. <laughs> he can't. Well, Hell, my man. He might get the. He might get the Chiefs job. If Andy Reid, there, there's been talk of Andy Reid stepping down after the Super Bowl, win or lose. Matt Nagy would probably be. They'd probably slide him right in. Pause. And that is exactly where it starts to end for Patrick Mahomes. Right there. <laughs> right there. It, it it that's the beginning of the end of his uh that that you remember. So I've made this comparison before. Dan Marino is is largely thought of by some some old heads as the greatest quarterback ever, right? Yeah. Everybody has everybody has this has this largely glowing opinion of Dan Marino. Dan Marino. He was he was good for you know a large part of oh, his prime great. and you know great right, but the idea yeah. of people the idea of people have in his head and their head of Dan Marino is all 1984. Everything after oh, the that 5, season, yard season, yes, everything after See, that season was still was was in line with the rest of the league. He he only shot shot past everybody else that one time. Yeah, after after that everything else was. Pretty much, yeah. He, he was in the leaders, but you're, but you're right. It wasn't a record set year every year. Uh, uh, Dan Marino to me is the quarterback equivalent of Eric Dickerson. You know, there was that one or two like big big years, some really good years, and didn't have the playoff pedigree. You know, I, I know it's hard for a running back to play, but but Dan Marino, I, I can get with him being considered one of the greatest passers. I can't say one of the greatest quarterbacks because my standard of greatness, I've said this on this show before and on other shows in our network, you got to perform in the playoffs. You got to do it at the biggest stages, the brightest lights. And, you know, there were games where, where Dan's playoff performances weren't great. So, yeah, uh, no, I can't. I, I can't. I, Dan Marino's – I don't even know if he's in my top 10 of all time quarterback. Now, passers, yeah, top 10 quarterbacks, period. I don't I don't think I have him in there anymore. Point I'm making is this is where it starts. If they hire Matt Nagy to succeed Andy Reid, this is where Pat Mahomes starts, where that dip starts. This is where – I don't think this, Nagy's this will be... even bad enough to stop Mahomes. Not even Nagy can do it. <laughs> this is night. You're gonna see '90s Marino in Kansas City in a minute. That's what you're gonna see. <laughs> I, I think let you Nag- more see. Nagy. I think let you Nagy more see charge again. the 2000s Peyton Manning or the 2010s Drew Brees. I think that's what you'll Bullshit. see. Bullshit. <laughs> I just don't think that. I think Mahomes has become inevitable now. If he wins the Super Bowl, he is inevitable. I'm just going to like fuck it. He's Thanos. Fuck it. If he if, if Nagy gets hired and he can give that corpse of a coach to the Super Bowl, he is inevitable. You gotta, you know, if if I'm, it happens, if it happens this year, what well, it'll be the third ring. I'll say fuck it. He's inevitable. He's he's Thanos. And if he wins with Matt Nagy, he's goat. He's he, he's more he's more I'm giving he's, him he's, he's more inevitable. I'm giving him gold. At that point, he's inevitable. He's inevitable. His inevitability level has reached Tom Brady. Yeah, completely agree. And I'm going to be sick if I have to see Matt Nagy win a Super Bowl. By the way, I'm going to be sick. So say it with me: Bang Bang Niner Gang. <laughs> I also, I also don't want to see Brock Purdy win it. I, I'm come on, man. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> you, you. know what it is? The Tyler Badger thing. It, it, it killed. It killed your heart. It, you don't want to hear no more great stories. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm with you. George Kittle has always been a Packer hater. He's a Midwest guy. He grew up a Bears fan. Let's go 49ers. Because I want to see Kittle get a ring. Kittle went to Sean Gibson. Yes. 
Yeah, I want to see Fred Warner, all the CM, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna lose an argument on the CMC thing if CMC gets a ring, but that's fine. I, I like CMC, he's one of my favorite players, and I have nothing Put him to in the Hall of Fame. You have, I love, you you have to. He's what an offensive player of the year. So I, I think his Hall of Fame is pretty much set in stone now. Um, but he, you know, the, the drop off of him is somebody's gonna somebody's gonna love hearing that. By the way, if somebody watched the show like they say they watch the show, which they try to say they watch the show <laughs> because they had to be walked down off making silly comments. If they watch the show like they say they watch watch the show. They're gonna take that and they're gonna use that for their ammo. That's fine. Run the run run the views up. <laughs> they haven't said anything else about that, uh about that stadium. No. Arthur no. Heights ain't said nothing else. No, mom's a word. All right. I've heard on. something about the South Loop, but I heard that I've heard that with the White Sox. I don't think the White Sox is already being a South Loop right now. No, because their fans, quotation fans, uh, White they, Sox serve uh, the West Side. Yes, they do. They are not. They're not going to the South to watch the Sox. <laughs> they ain't, no one's going to the South to watch. They're gonna be. They're gonna be a tourist attraction. That's what they are. The, the Sox gonna have transient fans. People are in town. Like, oh, you know what? Ain't nothing else to do. They got fifteen dollar tickets. Let's go watch. Let's go watch 15? that baseball team over there. That's how I'm saying. The Sox game. I paid uh I think I paid $7 for the ticket. I walked, I, I'm not even being funny. I walked right up to the gate on game day. So how much is tickets? They said $7. I walked in there. I think I was somewhere in the upper row. There was nobody. Um, I'm not even being funny. There was nobody in the 100 level. I walked down behind a uh, home plate and had seats. This is, this is real. This is real. And I think I was with four people. Yeah, we all just bought the weed. Seriously, we had nothing to do. We said, look. Oh, look, is that a Sox game? That's what we said. Yeah, we literally parked. We walked in there. Um, the game was in the first and second inning. We bought tickets for $7 that were upper level, and we walked down. to. There were I couldn't believe there were four or five seats behind home plate for us, but there were. If they ain't good for anything, they good for how to kill an afternoon. You got some open time? Oh, good hey, afternoon. You know what? You got some- you That's why we can't let them blow. leave Chicago. Get drunk and go watch, go watch baseball, and hope. Yeah. What and would, hope some what would Rich Ward do without the Sox? Not beat up people <laughs> at first base. Not get drunk <laughs> and get and get domestics. <laughs> they're they gonna go back to their past, their favorite pastime. Beating blacks across. <laughs> Bear down. Bear down. 